Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, and welcome to the Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. The Rifleman Radio Show is sponsored by the Appleseed Project, which is in turn sponsored by the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to teaching the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the United States, and at the same time, ensuring that the Americans who attend these events, get to hear about the events of April 19, 1775, the day that our history, our heritage started. <clears throat> Welcome to the show, and I want to tell everyone uh, what a great show we had last week. I'm telling you, we uh, we set some records, uh, certainly for the uh, Rifleman Radio Show, and also uh, for our category, I mean, for... Uh, the, uh, our show uh, was shot all the way up to the number one spot in, in its category, and it's in politics conservative. And uh, the reason for that is we don't do any politics here, but there wasn't a, there's not a specific listing for what we do because we're doing something uh, kind of completely new. And politics conservative was actually the, more of the folks that we're trying to reach. So that's why it's listed in that. I know that uh, there have been some questions about why uh, why it's listed in that category, and that's, that basically sums it up, is that there weren't a whole lot of other uh, more specific categories for it. And that category reaches uh, the folks who are basically on the same wavelength uh, as the folks in the Appleseed program. 
We had uh, over 700 listeners uh, to the show live this last uh, week and uh, had a huge number of calls, and I've got uh, quite a bit of feedback from Blog Talk and then from uh, a lot of different other sources. Uh, I guess uh, I can tell you that that we uh, received a contact from uh, the owner of KFNX, Radio in Phoenix, Arizona, and they uh, they want to talk to us about running our show there on their talk radio network, and uh, I'm hoping this is something that we can do, getting uh, the Rifleman Radio Show, uh, the Appleseed program, out onto conventional uh, AM radio, onto the talk radio circuit. Uh, their station, uh, uh, we'd be sandwiched in with uh, the... Uh, Laura Ingram show, uh, Neil Bortz, uh, Imus, several of the folks like that. <clears throat> so we'll be talking to them now. It, it would take us. Uh, uh, it would take a little bit of work because they're not doing it just because uh, they love the sound of my voice. They'd be doing it because we would need to uh, make sure that we had uh, plenty of listeners to the show and that we would have uh, sponsorship for the radio show. So <clears throat> that's something that uh, that you guys can be thinking about. Is there do you can you think of uh, folks that would that would want to sponsor the show on AM radio, get their message out while we were getting ours out. <clears throat> and then uh, can we keep the the listeners numbers up in order to make something like this possible? This is something that uh that we would uh, that we would certainly like to have happen, or we're just going to have to figure out a way to do it. <clears throat> uh, we were also contacted by a lot of folks uh, asking if they could uh, uh, be guests on the show, and uh, other folks asking if uh, if we would come and do guest spots on their shows. So. The uh, large number of folks generated quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of a buzz, and we would like to keep this up. We would like to keep the the listenership at a high rate, and uh, there's no reason that you can't do this. Take this this Tuesday night opportunity. Go ahead and open the show program up. Uh, have it playing in the background as you do your forum stuff. Check your messages. Send PMs to folks. Uh, read the uh, the post that you've missed, uh, make posts in the appropriate categories that you need to. Just get you use these two hours to uh, get your business done on the forum and uh, have the uh, radio show playing in the background. You hear something you want to talk about or something you want to comment on, grab the phone. Grab the phone and call in. We'll get you on the air. <clears throat> what I'm hoping for is that folks will, uh, will use the opportunity to call in and get uh, some experience talking to uh talking to the to a radio station because listen guys radio is it, it is the the uncut jewel uh, the uncut answer to uh, attendance and stuff to getting the word out in your local areas i'm telling you that every every city of any size has a local radio station of some sort, and usually 
it is a talk radio or news type radio venue. And it doesn't take any effort usually at all to get onto the radio program. Uh, you can call you here's what you do. You listen to the show and uh, you have the numbers ready to go to call in. And when they start talking about something that uh, that will give you an in, they start talking about the founding fathers, about the constitution, uh, about uh, hunting or rifle marksmanship, any of that. That's your cue to call in and talk about the Appleseed project. Now, in Houston, when I'm down in Houston working, there's a, a radio station down there that is very easy to get on. Uh, I don't think that I've ever, I don't think I've ever had to do anything other than dial, then wait for him to pick up the phone, and then talk to the screener, and then I got on. And this show has over one million listeners in the Houston area. That's how easy it is. You call, you talk to the screener, tell them how what you want to say. Uh, don't mumble. Have a good connection for your phone. Uh, have your your comments thought out. Tell it to the screener, and then when you get on, be polite, be uh, precise, and get the word out about the program. And it's that easy. It's that easy to get out and get the uh, apathy program out in front of one million people. I don't know about you, but my feet would be hurting. My feet would be hurting, and my pocketbook would be empty by the time I passed out one million flyers. Uh it gives me a headache just uh, doing the the 10 to 20 that I do in a week. <clears throat> Not because I don't want to do it, just, but just because uh, because it's a it's a hard road to hope handing out the flyers. You're going to try to put something in somebody's hand and uh, buttonhole them and talk to them about the program, and you're going to come up against a, a rock wall. In most of the cases, people don't want to hear about it, etc. So getting out uh, the information over the radio is much, much easier. So when you're sitting there doing your PMs, doing your posting, etc., listening to the show, you hear something, you call in, and uh, get uh, get used to uh, to asking questions, talking on the radio, and then start calling your local folks. Now, <clears throat> I've had a, uh, a challenge out uh, on the forum for a couple of years now, I think, and that is the first person who calls the Hannity Show or the Rush Limbaugh Show gets through the, uh, the all the busy tones, gets on the air, or gets past the screener first and gets on the air and manages to get out the AppleseedInfo.org or RWVA.org Get the website out to those listeners. I will send you a rifle free of charge. Uh, I've got uh, several collectors-grade rifles that uh, I'm willing to donate to the program for the first person to do this. I've got a uh, an 1891 Argentine Mauser in absolutely pristine condition. I have a, and that's with all matching numbers. Everything is good. Uh, the only thing that's messed up on it is uh, it doesn't have the coat of arms uh, still. And then I have a, uh, a uh, an infield, collector's grade infield, uh, all matching numbers, pristine condition, ready to go. The first person that uh, calls up any of the, the Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, gets on the air, 
gets the website out, it's yours. And how will we know? We'll see the surge uh, in the most online at the website. So we will know. That offer still stands. I'll refresh that uh, a little bit later on during the show. I'll refresh that idea uh, on the forum so that you folks can take a look at it. But it is easy. It's easy to get this done. And uh, this would be called hitting a home run. But while you're slugging away at those home runs, you can easily get base hits every week by calling your local radio stations and getting the message out locally, local to your areas, local to your Appleseed events, getting the message out about the program, uh, get the website out, get the information out about it. It's very easy to do. I'm telling you guys, it's very easy. It's very painless. No one's going to see your face. Uh, no one's going to know who you are. So all you have to do is get on the telephone, have the numbers ready to go, listen to the radio show. When they say something that uh, gives you an in, you call up, talk to the screener, you get on the show, get out the website, get out the uh, information about the when the events are occurring locally to you, and voila, you've done uh, uh, the, the approximate uh, same as uh, 200 weeks of handing out flyers every day, just in that uh, quick uh, 30 second bit you can get over the air. So that's my push on radio. It's free, it's easy to do, it's accessible to everyone. There is a local talk radio station to you uh, almost no matter where you are. Uh, If there's not, then there's not. But almost everywhere there is, uh, there's going to be a talk radio show that you can get on. And uh, uh, in, after you talk to them, if you make friends with them, uh, get them to invite uh, one of the Appleseed folks on to do an interview with them. We've done plenty of interviews. We've done interviews with uh, uh, Alex Jones. Uh, we've done interviews with a lot of folks. And uh, so we can, uh, we can provide a guest to come on and talk about uh, the Appleseed show. We can get Sam D. to do it. Sam D., uh, is always uh, glad to to get on and talk about uh, the Appleseed Project, and he's a good man to do it. So get on the local radio station, get the word out, and make friends with them, and then get us on the radio show. It's free. It's free, and it's easy to do. All right, in the uh, upcoming weeks, uh, we have several guests that are scheduled. Uh, next week, there is a uh, a musical group, a band called Poker Face. Uh, some of you might have uh, might be familiar with the band. For the last 20 years, they've been putting out uh, Freedom and Liberty music, and uh, they are regularly scheduled guests at places like Knob Creek and other gun ranges. And they do a great job. You can go to uh, Poker Face. Dot com and uh, grab some of the uh, the music they have there. And uh, they're going to come on next week and talk about, uh, talk about what they've been doing for the last 20 years, about uh, Freedom and Liberty music, uh, where, the, where they, the places that they've played. And uh, I talked to uh, Paul this last week about that, and... He told me 
that they will be playing a gig at the Knob Creek Machine Gun Shoot in April, the weekend before the April 17th, 18th events, and that uh, they've got some friends in Scranton who want the Appleseed Project to come there. So if we can get... uh, if we can get those folks to help get the rain set up, they said they'd be willing to play a benefit at that uh, April 17th event. So uh, let's see. Whoever the – I don't remember who the Pennsylvania state coordinator is. Uh, I know that I talked to a Chainsaw on the forum the other day, and I'll get the information to him because he said he's right there by Scranton and see if he can get with these guys and get that set up. And then we'll have them on the show this next Tuesday night, and we'll play some of their music for you guys uh, and talk to them. The week after that, that'll be February 25th, we're going to have Jack Spurko from uh, Survival Podcast. Uh, Jack's been doing a show for quite a while, and he has a uh, a great number of listeners. He has between 10 and 15,000 folks who regularly uh, download the Survival Podcast show, and listen to his shows. He's going to come on the uh, Rifleman Radio show and talk to us about uh, uh, about uh, a rifleman being prepared for any eventuality. That way he can, uh, he can make sure that no matter what's happening, that the rifleman is prepared uh, to take care of himself, his family, his community, his state, his nation, in any eventuality, so that he can continue on his mission of safeguarding the freedoms and liberties. And, uh, and then I believe that he's going to uh, have the uh, have some Appleseed folks back onto his show not long after that. So that will be on February 25th, will be Jack Spurko from Survival Podcast. Now, if you listen to any of his shows, uh, you'll realize that uh, Jack is a very sharp man. And uh, he doesn't deal a lot with... Uh, uh, he, he looks at the world a, a lot in the same way that we do. He doesn't uh, get involved with uh, with icebergs, with the uh, worry about the government, etc. Uh, he's more detail-oriented as far as what you need to be doing to make sure that you and your family make it through uh, an, an event of whatever uh, of whatever kind. Uh, they. Uh, uh, of a hurricane, a tornado, uh, any kind of crisis like that, that you can make it through. Uh, there's also uh, details and information on how to survive economic collapses and uh, how to provide for yourself and your family financially. Uh, I believe today's uh, show was on gardening, survival gardening. and uh, So he's got a lot of great information. He'll be on the show on the 25th. All right, let's take a look at uh, the events that are coming up for the next 30 days here at the program. We're going to be starting with the uh, 13th and 14th of February, and that starts at Columbiana, Alabama, followed by Hudson Falls, New York, Stark, Florida, Suamico, Wisconsin, which brings us to the February 20th, 21st weekend. That begins in Buckeye, Arizona followed by Carlsbad, New Mexico, Castro Valley, California, Eureka, California, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, Mayaca City, Florida, Piru, California, Sacramento, 
California, Sherburn, Louisiana. Now, listen, let's talk about Sherburn for a minute. Sherburn is a great site in Louisiana, and Louisiana is getting ready to gear up uh, in a big way in the program. And these guys are eating it up. I mean, they are, uh, they are just uh, they are very excited about the Appleseed program, about getting it started in their state and uh, carrying the message forward. Uh, uh, let's see, I talked to uh, Mark Alonso, who uh, did the, the last event there, and he can tell you that the folks in Louisiana are very dedicated to it. He said uh, when it got to be about 6 o'clock and he decided it probably should shut off the, uh, the event and close it down, he said they were looking at him like he was crazy, saying, listen, we've got uh, another hour and a half, uh, two hours of daylight left, and uh, we want to shoot. And, uh, and he was all for that, and they did. They shot until dark uh, both days. Louisiana is going to be a great location for Appleseed. Not only that, but they just have some excellent food there. So we need a couple of uh, the Texas IITs. Uh, to look into going to the event, uh, to that event, February 20th, 21st, in Sherburn. We need to help uh, get the Sherburn folks up to speed so they can start running their own events there. And uh, so if you're a uh, Texas IIT, or actually uh, uh, it can be Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Arkansas, uh, any of the, uh, the local areas, if you would like to go to that event, then go to the uh, schedule and uh, ask to get put on the Sherburn, Louisiana event. <clears throat> okay, still the February 20th, 21st weekend, Yanceyville, North Carolina. That takes us to the February 27th and 28th weekend, which starts in Albion, New York, followed by Cedar City, Utah, Chaplin, Connecticut, Davila, Texas. That's right. Texas, uh, the Davila locations are, and dates, not the location, It's uh, the location hasn't moved, it's still here. All the dates are now posted for Davila. <clears throat> we have all the apple seeds posted, one per month for the year, and we have two RBCs and two IBCs. Listen, if you're local to the area, even if you're not, and you need to get uh, revved up and uh, uh, get up to the... Uh, uh, IIT3 status, uh, so you can be in time to have another couple of shoots ready, so you can have your red hat by April 17th, then come to the RBC at Davila in March. It'll go from March 14th to the 21st. Uh, check the schedule, the boot camp schedule and the IBC schedule, and uh, make sure that you're attending one of those. If you're an IIT, make it to either the RBC or the IBC uh, as soon as possible. The same weekend, the 27th and 28th, we have Enfield, New Hampshire, Fountain, Colorado, and Ramsar, North Carolina. That takes us to the first week in March, which is the weekend of the 6th and 7th. That begins in Fresno, California, followed by Gaston, South Carolina, Hawkinsville, Georgia, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Pittsburgh, Kansas, Red Bluff, California, Waterman, Illinois, which takes us to the March 13th and 14th weekend, which begins in Birmingham, Alabama, Henderson, Minnesota, Racine, Wisconsin, 
Williamstown, Williamstown, Michigan, Augusta, Georgia, starts the 20th and 21st weekend, followed by Canton, Mississippi, Colebrook, Connecticut, Corpus Christi, Texas, and Davila, Texas, on the 20th and 21st. Also that weekend will be the El Paso, Texas. That's the Fort Bliss Rod and Gun Club, the outdoors. Escondido, California. Lancaster, Ohio. Lobelville, Tennessee. Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Piru, California. Sacramento, California. Stinson, West Virginia. And Yanceyville, North Carolina. That puts us uh, a full uh, over a month ahead. <clears throat> All right. The show tonight is entitled This Is My Rifle. So, why does Appleseed teach rifle marksmanship? What does it have to do with what we're doing? Uh, are we just a rifle marksmanship organization? Where does the rifle marksmanship fit in to this program? How does it relate to the the message of the Founding Fathers? And how does it help us in our mission today? Our mission to awaken Americans, get them off the couch, get them involved in their lives, get them to set themselves a goal, to achieve that goal, and then to ask the next logical question, which is, what next? What can I do next? So, why does Appleseed teach rifle marksmanship? What does it have to do with the Founding Fathers? Well, the answer is, that is one of the things that is a direct link between us and the Founding Fathers. There's not a whole lot of things left that, uh, that we share in common with the Founding Fathers. Uh, very few of us do uh, uh, any uh, trapping or skinning. Uh, we don't do a lot of uh, bell casting or, uh, or shoemaking. Uh, it's a long reach between us and them. And yet rifle marksmanship is one of the things that we do share with the Founding Fathers. One of the things uh, that that you could actually, were you to uh, to go back in time and sit down at a table with them, one of the things you could actually talk to them about. Now, I'm not sure they would understand inches, min- minutes, clicks, four minutes of arc accuracy, etc. But you could certainly talk to them about shooting, about the importance of uh, rifle marksmanship. That's something that they would understand something that you would be able to relate to them with. And it was one of the main reasons that when colonial troops and British regular troops met in head-to-head confrontations and in equal situations, that the colonial troops came out ahead over and over and over again because of their attention to marksmanship. The fact that the British regulars, their main weapon, their, their main uh, offensive weapon 
in warfare was the bayonet. Well, that's fine. Uh, if you have mass troops and you're uh, attacking in mass in the typical European way, but the colonials didn't use the bayonet. And why? Because they weren't professional, regular troops. They were farmers and woodsmen and teachers and and hunters. And a bayonet does not put meat in the pocket. It doesn't put meat in the pot. Rather, you can't uh, you can't uh, bayonet a deer. Uh, I guess you could if you could get close enough to it, uh, but you're not going to. Uh, you can't intimidate a squirrel into a pot with a bayonet. You actually have to shoot them. You have to actually hit what you're aiming at. And that was the difference between the colonials, the Minutemen, and the regulars. The Minutemen, the, uh, the folks who lived in the colonies, were used to hitting what they were aiming at. They were used to aiming. They, were, they would actually aim, as opposed to the British regulars, who did not even have the command aim in the Manual of Arms, until the, uh, until the quote, troubles in the colonies. So why do we, why are we involved in rifle marksmanship? Because that just happens to be one of the things that folks who get things done, uh, who have active lives, that's one of the things that they do. Uh, they're involved in some form of shooting sports usually. When you have someone who is uh, uh, is a a conservative type person and they are successful, I can tell you that if you can ask them if they own any firearms, the answer is going to be yes. And if they do any shooting, the answer is going to be yes. Uh, for some reason, that just happens to go hand in hand uh, with a philosophy of success and freedom and liberty. And those are the people that we're trying to reach. The fact that <clears throat> that we teach the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship course in the United States uh, is just uh, is an excellent side note to the idea that uh, what we're trying to do on any given Appleseed weekend is while we're teaching them about the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship. And remember, when I say fundamentals, I'm not talking about the basics of rifle marksmanship. I'm not talking about the, uh, the, the, the basics. I'm talking about the fundamentals. Uh, the basics would, com would, would be the things that you learn, uh, the very first things that you learn, uh, how to hold a rifle and, and what it's called, etc., as opposed to the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship. The fundamentals of rifle marksmanship are the things that you'll need throughout your shooting career. You'll need these things throughout your shooting career, no matter what level you are on. The basics of rifle marksmanship are things that uh, you'll lay down once that you have gone up to the next level. The fundamentals are the things that will be carried through all levels with you. While we are 
instructing folks in the fundamentals of marksmanship. We're using every opportunity we can to instruct them in American heritage, American history, letting them know how we got here, why we got here, what it means to be an American. You know, a lot of folks have forgotten what it means to be an American. They've forgotten that being American isn't just given to you by the fact of uh, the where you were born space on your birth certificate. Being an American means that you have these sacred duties and the sacred obligations that all Americans have of safeguarding the freedoms and liberties granted to us by the Founding Fathers. Uh, okay, and I have a uh, I have a special request from from Sam D. Uh, he asked if I would please say basics several more times. Basics, basics. <clears throat> there you go. All right. <clears throat> uh, what we'd like uh, what we'd like this evening. Uh, we're going to take some callers here in a minute. Uh, we'd like to hear from the folks about uh, what they got out of the virtual muster night, how it worked for them, and uh, and how they think the the next virtual muster night could be run. Uh, I believe this is Pop on the line now. Is this Pop? Hi, Scout. Yep, it's Pop and Corpus. Uh, welcome to the show, Pop. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the virtual muster was sort of uh, interesting. A lot of folks on there that I hadn't. Uh, Heard from uh, talk, uh, on a chat room uh, in a while, and uh, and uh, got a chance to talk to uh, to Fred for the first time, and uh, I noticed that you uh, let the program uh, continue on for what another hour and a half. I stayed on, but boy, I was getting tired towards the end. But it was kind of neat listening to everybody and what they had to say. So, well, one of the reasons that I did that is because. Uh, we start at 7 p.m. Central and run to 9. Mm. And that means that yeah. the folks on the East Coast are uh, at seven going from 8 to there. 10. But the folks all the way back yeah. on the West Coast, it's starting at 5. So a lot of them yeah. weren't getting home in time, uh, and we wanted to make sure that everybody had a chance uh, to get on, get uh, into the – get logged on the forum and, and to – and to become part of the uh, the virtual muster night, and uh, so we extended it another hour, so that the uh, the West Coast folks uh, would have a chance to to make sure that they were involved. Well, uh, anyway, it worked out pretty good, I thought. Hey, we're uh, we're doing a uh, uh, sort of uh, not a, a gun show down here this this next weekend, but a uh, a booth at a, a homeschoolers. Uh, kind of Valentine's ball, and uh, Josiah is going to be there, and uh, so we'll, uh, they they uh, asked us if we wanted to come in and put in a apple seed booth, and I said, hey, I'll never pass up an opportunity, so we're going to do that, and then I'll be in uh, Auburn in uh, this 
not this weekend, but the following weekend when Alonzo is there. And uh, then we'll be up in uh, Shreveport uh, a few days before that, looking at several ranges up there, uh, one of which is another uh, Louisiana wildlife management area, similar to Sherburn, uh, just uh, probably a uh, half hour or so north of uh, Shreveport. Uh, those are really, really nice places to shoot. So if anybody is curious about uh, what it's like to shoot in Sherburn, i got to tell you, uh, they got a nice thick layer of St. Augustine grass, and you don't need a mat to shoot in there. It's comfortable. No stickers. It's nice. And so uh, and they have some really, uh, I bet they have berms that are probably 20 or 25 feet high. So you're you're pretty well enclosed. Well, the and, bad uh, the bad thing about Louisiana is there's no good restaurants and no good food there. Is that right? Well, that's not <laughs> what I heard. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, if I lived in Louisiana, I would turn into uh, an even much fatter old man than I am now because uh, I'm telling you, I I eat uh, I eat about a you week. Turn into a crawfish. I know it. I eat about a week worth every day that I'm there, and uh, <laughs> that's a that's a fantastic side benefit of uh, doing the events in Louisiana. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we're working on that, and uh, don't forget to to tell folks about our possible uh, range coming up in uh, uh, Fredericksburg for all you uh, hill country addicts, and uh, uh, I'll be looking at that one. Uh, I guess probably on about March the 6th or 5th, uh, taking a tour through that one. So we got a lot of good things coming up. And then uh, BDG down in the valley has got a range he's looking at. I've got to go down and look at that sometime soon. So, uh, And then, of course, uh, we're, we've got March, April, and May here in Corpus set up on uh, for the third weekend of each of those months. And... Uh, Alonzo is going to come down and shoot boss for us uh, for the March one. So, and uh, uh, didactic uh, Dean will be down here. He's already made reservations at the Hunt Hotel here. And uh, I got to call Doug, but uh, Doug told me he wanted to come. So we'll have uh, uh, Dean and Doug and uh, Josiah and uh, Mark and uh, Nick. Uh, uh, Aromatic in Houston is also going to come to the March one, so we have a good crowd of, of uh, instructors. Be a for that March shoot, be a lot of fun. Well, good. And we have good food here in Corpus as well. So. Well, we have the RBC set up uh, for March 14th to the 21st to the 21st here in Davila. March 14th. Yeah, so take oh a look goodness. at that date and see if you can. Uh, I don't know if Mrs. Pop will let me do that because I'll be gone to to, to New Mexico the week before. Well, you can ask her. I mean, it, it, may, it may end up working. Golly. Oh, geez. Well, I got I got at least to ask her. She might. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's... Uh... Well, okay. Yeah, let me let you go and get somebody else on and uh, good talking with you. And, and uh, I'll listen to the rest of the show here. All right, and uh, and stay hard at it with the uh, the Fredericksburg folks because uh, having the location there in the Hill Country would be a great uh, asset to the Texas program. It's one of the areas that we don't have covered yet, 
and uh, that's going to be a great addition uh, to the Texas uh, locations. Oh, oh, Aromatic just said uh, said War Trekkers coming down too for March. Oh my gosh, we're going to have a bunch of people here. <laughs> oh well, I can hang them from the rafters, uh, but they're all welcome to stay. <laughs> Good okay. deal. Well, thank you, Pop. And, yeah, uh, thank you. And we'll be looking for you uh, on the trail. You betcha. You bet. All right. All right. Uh, area code 832-642. You're on the air. Hey, Mike. How's it going? It's Mark Alonso. Hey. You surprised me with the uh, the new number. Uh, going good. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. I'm surprised I got on the show so fast. Well, I'm surprised that you showed up at all. When I talked to you earlier today, you said you thought you might uh, might still be working some long hours today. I'm glad you're here. Well, thanks. Uh, Actually, I am at work, and I may have to go any time now, but I just wanted to call in and give you a shout and uh, talk to you a little bit and let you know about the uh, Louisiana shoot we have coming up. All right. We were just talking about that, so uh, so give us the uh, the details on it. Okay. It's Louisiana, February 20th and 21st. Um, it's going to be, I think, a third or fourth shoot there in Louisiana. I'll have a pop out there with me for one day and uh, Stephen McPete. The range holds 28 people. We have 16 pre-registered, and normally the pattern out there is about roughly seven, maybe ten walk-ons, so we might sell this this one out. Looking forward to it. Well, good. Uh, Did you get the IITs yet that you needed? Ah, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I haven't yet. Uh, we have a whole bunch of them in Texas, and uh, I think it's just a matter of time before they see the post or whatever and realize that they'll get some reimbursement for it. But I expect they're going to be knocking down my door for any minute now. Right, and you be sure and tell the folks that uh, that you talked to Fred, and he did give uh, uh, dispensation for the reimbursement for the uh, IITs to go with you to Sherburne. That's right. As a matter of fact, he approved two of them. Now, now that you mentioned that, I have two gentlemen from Mississippi coming in. And if I can't get any Texas guys to come out with me, I'll see if uh, we can uh, swing those reimbursements to the Mississippi guys. But since I offered it first to Texas, well, then I'll hold it for a day or two. Well, there it is. And uh, I know that we have some folks who are ready to go to Sherburne. I guess we could check with uh, Josiah and see if maybe uh, if he's free to go. Uh, and uh, then we've got a whole troop of folks, uh, I'm sure, that uh, that we would be willing to go and uh, get another shoot under their belts and get their next uh, PCs done. Yeah, I would think so. And, uh, you know, I just looked at the uh, forum today, and I saw all the new Davila posts out there. And, yeah, with well, things hopping, we're going to need some red hats pretty soon. And uh, this is the way to do it. Well, anybody that uh, any of the the places like Sherburne, uh, when I was, t- was talking to you today, as soon as they, uh, when you do the shoot there, as soon as possible, let's uh, schedule some IBCs for Louisiana, uh, some IBCs for Mississippi, and uh, yeah, that sounds good. I get them speed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Louisiana's uh, coming along good. And, you know, I've been wanting to head out towards uh, Mississippi and Alabama. I've never been there, and I think it'd be kind of neat. And I'm sure there'll be a good rocking state like Louisiana. I think we're really moving. 
Okay. Let's uh let's bring another caller on with us. This is uh let's see. This is a I guess a Skype caller. If you just call up on your computer, you're on the air. Hello? Yeah, are you able to hear me? Yes. Yes. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You just have the uh, the regular Skype uh, ID, the uh, the nine ones in a row. So, uh, who is this? Hello. Do we still have a connection? Yes. Who's this? I can hear him. Okay. Not sure that's working out too good, but if you'd like to call in. The call-in number is 347-308-8790. We'd like for folks to call in and and let us know how the virtual muster night went for them this last week, Uh, what worked for you uh, for the virtual muster, what didn't work, what you'd like to see in the next one, because uh, Techris is working on the next virtual muster night. Uh, I believe that we had uh, uh, a total of around 700 folks on the forum altogether uh, through the night. That's a unique uh, log-ons. However, they weren't all on, at the, all on at the same time, so it wasn't reflected in the most online uh, number. But I believe we had about 700. But uh, on the next virtual muster night, we're going to try and uh, – and shoot for around eight to nine hundred, and Tecris is working on that one. So, if you have some uh, uh, some ideas about uh, what you'd like to see in the next virtual muster night, go ahead and give us a call and let us know uh, what they are, what worked for you, as I said, what didn't work, uh, if there were any log jams uh, during the virtual muster night. Uh, I know it was hard for me because I was trying to run about nine screens, and it was hard to uh, read the online chat read the forum chat, send back out replies, and answer PMs, et cetera, all at the same time. But uh, just uh, call in. Let us know uh, what worked for you and what didn't. That's 347-308-8790. Mark, if you talk for a few minutes, I'll uh, post that number. Okay. Well, Mike, I'm not sure when the uh, next virtual muster night is going to be. I came in kind of late. But <clears throat> since you said you were as a uh, – pretty hectic uh just let me know ahead of time and i'll burn a day off and i'll go down there and read the screens for you and type you know i'm about three words a minute but i'll, I'll give it a shot and talk to the people in the chat but anyhow, okay, we, don't have, uh, we don't have the next date set yet uh okay what we're going to do is we're going to run probably run two more and have the uh the last one uh have the third strike of the muster night uh have it coincide with the beginning uh, or right at the April 19th events. Okay. Hey, Mike, I have to go. Y'all have a good night. Take care. All right. Thank you. Uh, Mark and I are working on a location in Houston. It is uh, it is the Crosby. It's out in Crosby, and uh, it is a range that they just moved uh, out to that location. Uh, they ran into the same problem that a lot of ranges run into, which is folks started moving uh, and surrounding the range. And uh, then 
those folks started uh, complaining, saying they didn't like the sound of uh, gunfire. They didn't like uh, the range being there. And, yes, they knew it was there when they moved in, but now they don't like it. So <clears throat> the range ended up uh, – uh, they, I think they got a good deal by holding out to the last minute and then uh, selling to developers and then moving the range. But uh, the range is set up now on Crosby. It's only 15 minutes from Houston, uh, from almost anywhere in Houston. And we've got about 10 million folks in Houston, which means a lot of folks, a lot of potential apple seeders to draw from. And this range sounds like they're really uh, excited about the program, and they have even mentioned that they would like to uh, to work with us on helping to design and set up the range, which is which is perfect for us. So we'd have some input in how uh, some of the range is developed so that it could accommodate the uh, Appleseed program. So we're really looking forward to that. And uh, and having the uh, a place in Houston. Uh, we've had a lot of problems with getting events in some of the major cities in Texas uh, or near them the Dallas-Fort Worth area, San Antonio, Houston, etc. So this is uh, this is something we're really looking forward to. All right, Sam, welcome to the show. How's it going, Scott? Good. As always, I was I I, I was grimacing when I opened your mic, waiting to hear that chainsaw or the uh, uh, or the power tools going, and uh, it was awfully pretty quiet. Uh, how are you doing this evening? Fantastic, fantastic. I was looking at uh, at the forum, that post you put out there about the numbers, the radio station in Phoenix, and I'm just thinking really, really good on Appleseed tonight. Last weekend was a fantastic bunch came on, and uh, we got the numbers up, a lot of people listening, and I think it's just great. Just great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it... It must have tripped some internal wire because uh, I don't know how else that that radio station would have found out about us. I don't know if it's something that we can do, but I'm sure going to try and work on it because uh, if we can get our foot into talk radio, into regular real radio, and uh, and get uh, and get a place uh, in that uh, you know in real radio, then. Uh, then maybe we can work out from there, get syndicated, and eventually get the Appleseed message out to everybody on uh, on radio. So I'm going to really be working hard uh, toward that uh, end uh, in the next uh, few weeks. So uh, all of you folks that are out there listening, if you can uh, if you can be helping me think about that, and that is uh, how do we get some sponsorship for the show? Uh, how can we keep the listeners up? But mainly, how do we get sponsorship? Who is who would be willing uh, to run ads on a radio show, on like a one-hour radio show, uh, out in Phoenix, uh, that uh, would like to have their show or have their business uh, sponsoring an Appleseed message? So if you guys can think about that, uh, that would certainly that would certainly help us. We're sure going to have to ask Arizona Red Hawk and Gromit about that. But, uh, right. They may know somebody out in Phoenix can help us out with that. Right, uh, and that uh, and it could be anywhere. In, you know, it could be any sponsor anywhere in the United States. I'm uh, I'm wondering if uh, some of the uh, uh, some of the folks that we've worked with before, like uh, Cheaper Than Dirt, and uh, uh, 
like uh, some of that, like Midway and stuff like that. If somebody like that might be interested in, I know Midway runs their own uh, uh, television show on the Outdoor Channel. Or they sponsor. We'll have to. We'll have to look around and hit up our Phoenix apple seeders and and find out. And and I'm sure there's some folks around the rest of the country that would love to get in on it too if we can find a way to make a market for them. Right. And I guess I can go ahead and tell you guys too that uh, that we're in the process right now. I worked out a deal with a uh, a national advertising company uh, that runs billboards across the nation to uh, for us to start getting billboards, not the little bitty ones. I'm talking about the the big 14 foot by 44 foot lighted billboards on the interstate highways uh, for the apple seed messages. So. Uh, if you guys will start uh, start taking a look around you at the different billboards in your areas and start looking and seeing which ones uh, would be the best locations for uh, for a billboard there. We're going to start out, uh, imagine we're going to start out a little bit uh, slow and see how much of a, uh, of a push this gives the program. But I'm telling you, uh, there's no way that this isn't going to to give us a, uh, some great returns because uh, the location that I'm getting ready to have the billboard put up here in Texas uh, gets uh, way over a million people a week. So uh, that's, uh, that's a lot of folks getting the apple seed message put right in front of their face every day. We may be going big time here if we ain't careful. Well, we definitely are. And listen, <laughs> let me hit this again, too. Uh, hit the uh, the radio because... Uh, the billboards are going to cost us money, but the radio is free. The radio is free. I'm telling you, uh, I don't know how it went across the rest of the nation, but when Sam D. went on Alex Jones and uh, he did his interview there, we had uh, full ranks for quite a while here at the Texas location, So, and that was free. I mean, I'll check again with uh, Sam right now. Sam, how much did that cost you to do that interview? Uh hour and 45 minutes of time that's it free and uh, and I'm telling you that this is going to be the radio is one of the best things that we can use to get our message across uh, free radio where you just call into the stations uh, you can develop a relationship with a station heck you can just email or call a radio station near you and say listen uh, this is who we are this is what we do and uh, we have some folks that would like to come and talk uh, talk with you about the Appleseed program, and would that be okay? And the worst that they're going to do is say no, all right? The best they're going to do is say, yes, we'd love to have that. And, uh, and when they do say that, you can get in touch with us, and uh, we'll get somebody, we'll get CMD or one of uh, uh, the other folks to go and do the radio station interview for free, and uh, get your local ranks filled up. So please, guys, be working on the on the radio aspect in promotions. Now that radio is a is a a fine medium, unlike newspapers and television and magazines. It's still pretty much free, and I don't just mean cost. I mean, people are allowed to get on there and say uh, pretty much what they want. 
And uh, right. that's a benefit for us folks that love liberty. It's a benefit. We need to take advantage of it. Okay. Uh, what is coming up next for, or first of all, how did the uh, virtual muster night go for you in New Mexico, Sam? How did you well, get, I had about 12 people on. Okay. And out of those 12 people, did you get it? Uh, uh, and your folks are pretty motivated already. But did you get uh, folks, uh, did they sign up for events or did they take uh, extra jobs, et cetera? Did they, uh, how did it work out? How do you feel it worked out for New Mexico? Well, I got three people that took on jobs of uh, bringing new ranges to us, and and that's a pretty good thing. Fifty uh, percent of the people that called in that night took on some new task. They took on some new task, and and that's a good thing. Uh, a lot of them are very busy. We have a lot of college students in our ranks here, and they took on some new tasks and. And uh, they're going to give up a little study time, which I hate to see them do, but they believe in it, and, and they're going to do it. And uh, got old hands popping in again and saying, yep, I'll go do that. So it, it was a big benefit for us. Well, that is, uh, you know, I, I was talking to the state coordinators, or I sent out a uh, I PM about it, and uh, because there was a lot of questions about, hey, what are we going to do? How's this going to work? And the, my answer was, you know, I, I'm not sure how it's going to work. We've never done one before. At the worst case, you'll be sitting there bored and listening to the radio show. And in the best case, you'll it'll be like uh, you know when you go to the uh, like the wild steer riding competitions at the rodeo. Uh, you'll where you. They they put out the 25 wild steers and you, there's no way you can get all of them. You just have to focus your eye on one, get on it, and ride it across the finish line. That's all you can do. And that's uh, that was the best case scenario uh, for the virtual muster night. And I think a lot of folks ended up seeing that of it, which was there was so much going on. All they could do was really grab a hold of one thing and try and ride it and finish it through the night. And that's what I was hoping for. Uh, you know, it sparked a lot of interest, and uh, a lot of folks said, hey, they got uh, people signed up for events, they got some jobs handed out, and uh, best of all, we kind of know what it's going to look like next time. So we can now we have a little bit more of an idea of what's going on. This time it was pretty much a free-for-all, and no problem, because I enjoyed that. I enjoyed everybody. Uh, uh, it was like a big party uh, with uh, stuff going on in every room. And uh, that was great. And maybe the next one can be a little bit more organized or or not. You know, this the last one was really good, and uh, and we got a lot of stuff done. We got a lot of folks in Texas. Uh, the Texas folks showed up and, uh, and asked uh, for jobs, and we got some of them jobs, and they talked to each other, which is one of the most important things is getting your folks together to speak to each other and find out where – who can who needs help with what, and where can somebody use a little help here, or or somebody is always holding a little nugget of gold uh, that the person next to them needs, and they just don't know that they need it, and uh, it's just a good chance for the interaction among the members online. The uh, I know that the online chat here in the uh, at the radio show 
was spinning at a very high speed. Uh, it was kind of hard to keep track of uh, of the stuff that was uh, flying along uh, on the on the screen at such a high speed. Fred told me that uh, he said uh, I couldn't keep track of it. Everybody was saying something different, and uh, who knows what they were saying. And uh, and it uh, it was a bit hard to follow at times, but uh, you guys seem to be doing a pretty good job following it. <laughs> it's like fourteen people talking. Five different conversations in a crowded room, but somehow they managed. Oh yeah, well, there was more than fourteen. There was 171 people in the room, <laughs> wasn't there? 177, I think, is at the highlight of it. And uh, there was, but all of them weren't talking. No, no, but uh, but there were quite a few talking, and uh, so it was a uh, it was a bit it was a bit of a uh, of a deal. I want to bring somebody else on with us, uh, Sam. So don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Uh, area code eight four seven. You're on the air. Area code eight four seven four eight nine. You're on the air. Are you there? Okay. Well, listen. You don't got to talk if you don't want to. Uh, and if you do want to call in, the number is three four seven three zero eight. Hold on. Let me. I'm going to post it again into the. Uh, into the chat, in the online chat, 347 I see Tekris, you're here. Uh, whenever you get back, uh, call in so that uh, you can give us uh, a bit of a rundown on the uh, on the next Virtual Muster Night that's coming up. <clears throat> okay, Tim, go ahead. Sam, you still there? Oh, yes. I'm still here. All right. I thought you said, Tim, I, I must be getting hard of hearing. Well, listen, you and me both. I, <laughs> I've definitely got apple seed ears. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, I was a little bit upset on that virtual muster night because I had an instructor here that I was sure was going to was gonna call in and get on the chat, and, and and I got upset because he didn't do it. Who was that? And I should I should have known better because this is the most reliable guy, and here I am doubting him. He called me up three quarter of the way through, and said, "Hey, I just signed up a range for four more shoots tonight. Sorry, I didn't make the virtual muster." <laughs> well, uh, we'll take that any day of the week. I'll take that. Uh, you know, here I was saying, "Oh yeah, he's going to get on here," and he wasn't. I was just. Sitting there, and I should have known better, because he's an apple seed guy all the way through, and he went out and got us four more firm shoot dates for the rest of the year, and you can't ask for a better investment in time than that. Yeah, because uh, everybody, uh, you know, and I see this uh, pretty often in the in the program, is that. Uh, You'll see folks who who've been with the program for a while, and they've been kind of quiet, and you haven't heard much from them. And uh, it's not that they haven't been doing anything because they they'll be doing, uh, say, they're instructors or IITs or Red Hats, and they're you know they're doing shoots and stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, one day they'll just say, you know what, 
I've been with the program now for a while, and it seems to me to be a really legitimate answer to a lot of the concerns that I have uh, for the nation, for myself and for the nation. And now I'm going to get serious about it. And they flip a switch, and and they they go out into orbit, and uh, and it's it's wonderful to see that, and uh, and I guess the point that I'm trying to get to is that is that that uh, ability is in each and every person that's out there listening. You know, each and every person thinks that. Uh, well, you know, I'm doing the shoots and stuff, and and I guess that's about all I can do. And the and the reality is is that that it's not. Now, I'm not saying that uh, that if you're just that if you're doing shoots and stuff, that you're not doing enough. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that uh, is that there's a switch somewhere on your control panel that uh, you can flip, and and all of a sudden. You'll be doing a lot more. It won't be taking you a lot more time. Uh, you'll just be, you'll be producing a lot more. And uh, if you can find that switch and flip it, uh, your life is really going to change. Uh, and uh, I'm just glad to see. I'm glad to see it when it does happen. You know, we have a lot of good people here in Appleseed, and they work hard. There's a lot of people out there doing that local boots-on-the-ground job that don't get a whole lot of thanks, and they need to. They're the people that are out there doing the legwork, kicking the bushes, finding those ranges for us, cornering people at the range, saying, hey, come on out. You need to come to Appleseed. And they're all good people, and they're working hard. Well, we have... If uh, we, are. we have... Yeah, they are. They are all working hard. Uh, and then we have folks like... Uh, uh, well, I'm going to say Tecris. Uh, you know, you remember uh, a couple of months ago, uh, we were all sitting on the show here and talking about... Uh, uh, I don't remember what it was. I believe it was about how to get more listeners for the show. And uh, you and Tekris and I, I think, all happened to be on the on the air at the same time. And we started talking about it, and all of a sudden we decided uh, to have the virtual muster night. And then we worked out the details pretty much here online. And then and then Tekris made it happen, and uh, he had switched his switch to full on. And uh, oh yeah. I mean, he's burning it. He's burning. Now, you, Sam, you were, you already did this a long time ago. I mean, your switch already got flipped uh, uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, thank the Lord for it because uh, uh, you have really brought New Mexico uh, a thousand miles uh, forward, and we sure appreciate it. But I'm glad to see Tekris doing it. Uh, and then uh, let's see who else. Spit Stickler. Spit Stickler. Uh, he made the mistake this week of, uh, or I'm not sure when he did it, but he made a mistake this week of posting uh, some of his designs for a brochure here in Texas. Uh, I believe he already printed up about 5,000 of them, but uh, <laughs> you see on the forum on his uh, on his thread on it, uh, he managed to talk himself into a national job there. And 
I just it's great to see those things happening. People come up with those ideas, they get playing with it, and the next thing you know, it just grows. And real soon, it gets big. And it doesn't take much, and they'll grab a couple of guys on their team and say, hey, help me put this together, and the next thing you know, you got another nationwide program going on. Yep, that's it. And uh, well, I was just uh I just was getting ready to say something and uh, I made the mistake of reading the reading some of the chat line and I got misdirected. But we'd like for you guys to call in and uh, and talk about what uh what worked for you on the uh, virtual muster night, and how you think that it can be made better? How do you think that we can uh, make it uh, faster, smarter, uh, run, uh, jump higher, etc., uh, for the next event? And how we can tie it in to the uh, April 19th events that we have coming up? So, if you'd like to call in, the number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. Also. Anyone that has uh, that has guests that they would like to uh, see on the program, uh, be sure and let us know about that. Uh, so if you want to call in and suggest some guests, we'll be glad to hear that. As I said, we're going to have uh, the band Poker Face is going to uh, be on next Tuesday night uh, to talk about their uh, freedom and liberty music. And uh, the Tuesday after that will be Jack Spirko from uh, Survival Podcast. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with that, but uh, he actually has uh, quite a few listeners, folks who download the Survival Podcast. Jim Tomes from the Second Amendment Patriots in Indiana will be back on, as will Chris Knox from the Firearms Coalition. They will uh, both be on uh, before the end of the month. And then anybody that uh, that has... Some guests that they would like to see on, or they would like to to see us go after and speak to, uh, just let us know. <clears throat> All right, uh, we're going to bring another caller on with us here, Sam. We've got uh, uh, area code three zero one. You're on the air. Area code three zero one eight nine four. You're on the air. Okay. Well, if you'd like to Where are all these folks are supposed to be on here with us? Well, they, there's a uh, a lot of folks. Uh, I put the when I send out the reminders, I put on there that you can just call in. A lot of folks uh, they don't get uh, they don't have high speed uh, internet. They just have a dial up. And uh, now the caller that just hung up uh, the three zero one. You don't have to. Uh, I'm not going to make you talk. So you're welcome just to call in and listen. A lot of folks don't have high speed internet, so they listen to the show. Uh, on their phones. Now, I, I've never tried calling in, so I know that, but I do know that there is a, uh, I believe there's a button you can select or something that uh, that puts the little hand signal up that says uh, you don't want to talk. But, right, uh, the red coat lady says you push number one if you want to talk. And, right, uh, right. Folks, push number one, they, they get in, as she calls it, the host queue. <laughs> and, and, uh, well, you know, she's a red coat lady, and, and red coats queue up. They don't get in line. 
Right, they queue up. You know, I, I love listening to her voice, and I, I love listening to V <laughs> last week too. Uh, you know, he just he, he has a great speaking voice. He did a great job. Uh, how about uh, area code three six one four four three? Is this Josiah? No, this is Simi. How you doing, Scout? All right, hey, Simi. Welcome to the show. Hey, Scout. Hey, Sam. Big shout out to Alonzo earlier. Now, did you press? Uh, did you press the button that the English lady told you to? Because I've got a, uh, I can see your hand signal up here saying you don't want to talk. I always press one, Scout. I always want to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did uh, Virtual Muster Night work for North Carolina? Could not have been any better, and I'm glad you put me on because I want to brag on my boys here in North Carolina a little bit. Okay. We had, I, I think I told you I was hoping for 12 to 15. I got 20. And of those 20, uh, we rounded up a lot of lost souls that had kind of fell out of uh, the habit. And uh, I told them I'd been starting to build a master list of everybody who was on the forum who had ever been involved in Appleseed. Right. The week before virtual muster, I was stuck at 39. Right now, I'm at 54. Yeah. Wow. We are, we're growing people. We're attracting people. And the other thing that we got established on our virtual muster night is that we uh, nailed down our plans for a uh, for an instructor meeting, a statewide instructor meeting, which took place on Saturday the 6th, this past Saturday. And uh, we split our forces in the morning. Half the group uh, showed up at the Greensboro Gun Show at the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. And uh, we worked that show all day Saturday and half a day Sunday. Uh, and then another group went and packed 30 shoot boxes so they would be ready for the April 17th and 18th shoots nationwide. So North Carolina is doing its part on the shipping end to get everybody ready. Except for California, they do their own. And then after that, we had a three-hour meeting in which uh, a lot of things were established. But the most significant one was I was actually requested by a number of the uh, new IITs and by people who wanted to volunteer to be IITs to host an IBC, the first in North Carolina's history. And that is tentatively set for March 13th and 14th. So I'd like to invite anybody in the sound of, the, of my voice on your station that we're going to be having an instructor boot camp in Yanceyville, tentatively on the 13th, 14th of March. Anybody from Virginia and North Carolina, we'd sure like to see you. Wow. That's absolutely uh, that's great. Now, listen, the IBCs are not just for IITs. I'm telling you, for you red hats and stuff, uh, if, you have, uh, if you've been out of the game for a while or if you haven't, uh, if you haven't been to an RBC uh, in a year or two, the best way to uh, to work through some of that and get the the latest information is to go to an IBC. Uh, it's not because you don't know how to run a show. It's because uh, you want to make sure that you have the best possible show that you can have, that you have the latest uh, information, the latest techniques and stuff, and you get those at the IBCs. Uh, I would like to have uh, I'd like to have all of the instructors, you know, have them go to an IBC uh, at least once a year. So that they can make sure that they are uh, uh, that they are up to date on the latest information that we have, the latest techniques and stuff that we have uh, for the program, and it's a great way uh, to give yourself a refresher course. And uh, I know that 
that a lot of folks are doing uh, uh, events. They're doing five, six, seven events a year. But that still doesn't give you uh, that still doesn't give you the latest information, the latest uh, uh, techniques and skills that we'd like for you to have. So if you can get to an IBC, the uh, best thing is if you can sign on to help instruct at an RBC. Uh, but if you can't do that, try and make it a point to get to an IBC uh, at least once a year to make sure that you're getting the uh, the latest information that's being put out and uh, the latest techniques. There was another thing I wanted to tell you about, Scout. Uh, we have been approached by and tentatively uh, have a an informal relationship with the Campaign for Liberty here in North Carolina. And uh, they've requested me to be a guest speaker at one of their events coming up in um, probably late March. And so I'm going to have the opportunity uh, to influence a large number of their membership with what we're doing. And they have, like I said, they have expressed a desire to work with us on issues of mutual interest. And so it looks like Sam's right. It looks like we're starting to cross some barriers out here. Wow. Well, that sounds excellent. And listen, you're you're working your your program exactly like you're supposed to. I'm telling you that every single one of you guys in every state, <clears throat> all you have to do is uh, is just put your name out there uh, as far as uh, things for like the events like Campaign for Liberty for the sons and daughters of the American Revolution, uh, any of these organizations, they are always looking for guest speakers. I mean, always. It's not like you're going to have to convince them to let you under the schedule. All you're going to have to do is say, listen, I'm with the Alpsy Program, uh, a rifle marksmanship and American heritage and history organization uh, that centers our um, uh, message around April 19, 1775, and the events of that day and uh, wondering if we could uh, speak to your organization about it, and they're going to say yes, without a doubt, uh, what day. And it's going to give you a chance to talk to the to their organization about the Alpseed Project. And really what you're doing is no different than what you do on a Saturday morning or on a Sunday evening. Whenever you do your Saturday morning uh, introduction, meet and greet, and you uh, sew that onto your Sunday afternoon benediction, that's all you have to do, and you talk to these organizations and get them to get behind you. Get them. This is what the military calls a force multiplier. That means you, you have your Appleseed team working there in your state. What you do is you get these other organizations to be working for you. So now you're not just uh, you and your, your ten instructors. You're you and your ten instructors, and then however many dozens or hundreds of people that are in these other organizations that are going to be helping and working for you, getting the message out. So every chance you get to uh, to speak to another organization, please try and make the time to do so. And don't wait for them to come and find you. Do like Stymie did. Go and seek these organizations out. Uh, almost anybody, almost every organization, I'm telling you, your, your town, uh, your chamber of commerce, they want you to speak. They want to hear about the Appleseed Program because the Appleseed Program brings folks in uh, to their cities and their counties and uh, helps generate dollars. So they want to hear about the program. 
Yeah. Appleseed is for Americans. Not just Americans that like to shoot. Not just Americans that are politically active. It's for Americans. All of them. That's Doesn't right. matter what organization they're in. Doesn't matter what politics they got. It's for everybody. Stymie, we how need hard, to how, get out. How here. hard was it to get uh, to get that speaking gig? Well, um, when we planned the meeting uh, for our instructors, one of the IITs here in North Carolina has been involved with uh, Campaign for Liberty in the past, and so one of his friends uh, was the state coordinator for Campaign for Liberty here in North Carolina. He was basically my counterpart with Campaign for Liberty. So he brought him to the meeting. And so I was able to meet face-to-face -face with this guy. And uh, we shook hands over an informal partnership, basically right there at our, at our, at our Appleseed meeting, which just so happened to be at a Golden Corral, wouldn't you know? <laughs> The the official apple seed restaurant. That's right. Uh, uh, don't forget Wendy's. But what I'm saying is, uh, is once you were once you were talking to the person, I mean, how hard was it to get them to say we'd like you to speak? Did you have to to plead with them to let you speak? No, as a matter of fact, the offer to speak didn't come up until after the meeting was over. He was actually leaving town and called me on the cell phone on his way out of town. We hadn't even talked about it during the meeting. So it was his idea. I didn't even have to ask. He he thought of it and asked me, "Hey, we're having this this uh, event and this you know in late March. Would you consider coming down to be our our uh, featured speaker?" All I had to do was say yes. That's right, because it's it's not difficult because folks they want to hear about the Appleseed Project. They want to hear about it uh, because the our message is the message of hope, the message of um, making America right uh, and, the, and making changes and making things right. Uh, and that is the message that all Americans want to hear, the, the message of hope. And uh, I'm telling you, one of the people that was actually uh, very, very good at, at this was uh, Stacy Nelson, fun failer. Uh, he did, uh, I can't tell you how many speaking... Uh, uh, gigs that uh, he ended up getting just because uh, it, all, all he did was ask. He said, hey, can I come speak? They said, of course, we'd love to hear it. And uh, I've spoken to the sons and daughters of the American Revolution. And I imagine I'll speak to them, uh, I'll speak to them more during the, the course of this coming year because that is an organization that really needs uh, the help of Appleseed and who can really be a benefit to the Appleseed program. The uh, sons and daughters of the American Revolution, and they they have the same mission as us, which is uh, to honor the uh, founders, to honor the folks who participated in the American Revolution by remembering them. And that's our, one of our same messages, one of our same missions. <clears throat> so they are always willing to uh, to give us a hand and to, to let folks speak. I'm telling you, uh, I guarantee you, uh, any of you folks that are listening, you can get on the, uh, you can look in your phone book, get on your computer, look up the local chapter. There's a chapter in almost every single town. Uh, shoot them an email or give them a call and say, listen, I'd like to uh, to speak uh, to your organization. Would that be possible? I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to say yes. 
So uh, somebody, somebody try that. Somebody that's listening tonight, uh, give that a shot tomorrow and try it, and then uh, let us know how it worked uh, this next Tuesday. And you don't have to be you don't have to be a professional public speaker. This is just these are just regular folks, the same kind of folks that you meet at the apple seeds that you do uh, uh, that you talk to on Saturday mornings, that you talk to at uh, Sunday evenings. They're the same people, and you're going to talk to them the same way. So uh, there's no need to have any anxiety about it. It's uh, it's the same group of people that want to hear what you're saying. Scott, there was one more thing I wanted to mention. All right. Uh, and that was this. One of the contacts we made at our gun show was with a local chapter of the United States Navy Sea Cadets, and they want us to get together with them and present our Appleseed curriculum to their chapter. If that oh, happens, there's about, if I, if I remember the numbers correctly, there's somewhere around 4,000 Sea Cadet students in North Carolina. And that wow. opened up another that opened up another avenue. I had forgotten until I talked to these people that I used to be in the Civil Air Patrol when I was a kid. And right. so we're gonna we're gonna start contacting local chapters of the other service auxiliaries like the uh Civil Air Patrol and uh you you know, approach them the same way that we would have approached the Boy Scouts if we could if we could make inroads with that organization. Right, and these are organizations. The Boy Scouts, uh, we want to keep hitting the Boy Scouts. We want them involved in Appleseed. It's kind of hard at times because uh, the Boy Scouts are a national organization that are, uh, you know, they're bound by a lot of uh, prickly rules and regulations, but there's no reason that we can't keep talking to them. But there are just as many other organizations out there. We have the homeschoolers. who are always looking for events like this to become involved in. Uh, it actually satisfies part of their curriculum. You have the uh, uh, the Civil Air Patrols. You have the ROTCs. You've got the uh, uh, the Venture groups. You know the Venture Scouts. Uh, all of the uh, the church organizations. All of these groups. Uh, they're they're ready. They're ready to become involved in Appleseed. All they need is one of you guys to contact them and let them know that we're ready too. We're ready to meet their needs by helping them to attend an Appleseed event. Stymie, you're doing a great job there, absolutely great. And uh, I would just like uh, for everybody to, if you could just do me a favor, and just, just uh, tell everybody again where you're from. Well, I'm from Texas, but I'm the state coordinator for North Carolina. That's right. That's right. You're from Texas, and you're the state coordinator for North Carolina. I just wanted to make sure I had that point clear so that (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And you're doing a bang-up job there. Uh, So what would you like to see for the next uh, virtual muster night? How How would you see it improved? In my case, it exceeded my expectations, very much so. Our uh, our North Carolina State Board turned into uh, almost a chat room with how fast messages were going back and forth. And between <clears throat> listening to the radio and uh, PMing people 
and uh, just watching the activity on my state board, there wasn't a whole lot of time that I had to think about how to have an improvement or notice problems. The only problems that I was aware of were uh, slowdowns on the, uh, the, the chat board there at, at BTR. And uh, I did notice that it was taking, oh, two to three seconds for me to register keystrokes. And that's, that's a speed issue and uh, a programming speed issue that I'm sure that uh, TechRest could explain to you, but I don't, have, I don't have any recommendations on how to change that. As you're talking about the, the BTR portion, the radio show portion. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, the, and uh, I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that that's if that is a local, uh, like your local uh, internet service provider problem, or if that's a BTR. I think it is BTR, and I think it, the reason is that uh, because it's still a free show, because I'm not paying to have any of the premium stuff that. Uh, that when BTR started, it was all free, and uh, and everybody got the same slice of the pie. And now, you know, once they've got uh, their six or seven thousand uh, <coughs> radio programs running, they started offering uh, a couple of options uh, to upgrade and get premium. And I'm sure that the the best uh, bandwidth and stuff are made available to those folks who are paying. Uh, to have the premiums, and I uh, imagine I'll have to end up, uh, if we keep doing like we're doing, uh, I'll do that so that we can provide you guys with the the absolute best, uh, you know, listening and uh, uh, participation that we can get. Uh, it's just that I already, uh, already am paying an additional $40 a month now for the upgraded satellite stuff so that I can... So that I can do the radio show. So, uh, you know, you start adding forty bucks to another twenty bucks a month, and it starts getting kind of expensive. So, but I imagine what we'll do is end up getting the uh, getting a premium uh, host package so that we can do a better job here. <clears throat> so, if you had uh, a recommendation right now that you would make for uh, one thing that you could. Uh, that we could do better for the uh, for the next virtual night. What would it be? One progress that I have seen, and one process I have adopted, is that if I really, really, really want to pass the message, uh, I will post on the forum board, but then I'll PM everybody because if you that will that will attract the people who don't check the forum every day but do check their email every day. And so on Tuesday afternoon, about the time you were sending out your announcements, I did the same thing here in the state. And for several of the guys that showed up, they said that was the first that they'd ever heard of it. And so the only recommendation I would have is that uh, each state coordinator, uh, as well as posting on the, on the forum, uh, time and place for the next virtual monster night, go ahead and put out a flash PM to everybody that you know of on your site that or on your board that's in your state 
so in case they don't check the board every day, they'll get a they'll get a reminder in their email. That would be the only recommendation that I would have because it, it worked real well here. Well, now I sent out uh, almost twenty thousand emails uh, leading up to the muster night, you know, trying mm-hmm. to let everybody know. So uh, I'm hoping that that uh, I know that uh, a lot of that that did get a lot of folks, but like you said. Uh, and this is a lot of people don't realize this. Uh, I'm sure that they think that if they post something, everyone on the forum is going to see it, but that's not the case. Right. Uh, just like you said, if you want to make sure that everybody gets the word out about something, make sure that you have developed as a state coordinator. Make sure that you have developed uh, an email uh, list of all your members and instructors. You can use the PM system. Uh, that's no problem, but I feel it works better if you use an outside uh, service like your own email or Gmail, etc. Uh, number one, uh, you can use that uh, independent of the forum. And number two, uh, any type of correspondence that you send or you get from somebody, uh, you can immediately sort it out just by uh, going into your your uh, uh, Windows Mail and you know, looking up that particular person's email, and uh, you can get the uh, the the email. You can get the subject uh, or the uh, person just by looking it up that way. <clears throat> but you need to send out PMs to your to your individual instructors and members so that everybody gets the word on something new. If you're depending on get on them reading a post, that's going to be the hardest, uh, slowest way of getting information out. Because if they're not sitting there at the computer uh, looking at that line when it gets posted, uh, then in just a, a couple of hours it's going to pass off the screen into oblivion. So that's a very good point. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's bring another caller on with us. Brother Sam, Brother Scout, i got to go. Okay, Mike. Thank you for all you're doing, Stymie. Thank you, you very Sammy. much. Scout. Thank you very much, and we look forward to hearing uh, more and better things uh, every week from uh, North Carolina. I'll keep you posted. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. That was Stymie, the state coordinator for North Carolina, doing a great job. Uh, he's from Texas, and uh, <coughs> he's working there now doing a great job in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, we need to get some more folks calling in here, Scout. Well, we've got the I've got the switchboard completely filled up again and uh Okay. I'm just trying to get the uh I'm just trying to get it to to work again. Uh we've had a uh, we just had another famous blog talk glitch here. I'm showing I've got a runtime error. Uh, on the switchboard, I'm waiting for it to reload. Uh, but we've got uh, we've got a full switchboard. So as soon as I can get that, uh, as soon as I can get it reloaded, I will. Uh, until then, Sam, you've got the floor. Well, I want to encourage people to call in. We have a lot of people that get on the chat that never call in. A lot of members that come on as guests and never call in. A lot of non-members that get on the chat as guests. 
and don't call in. And I really wish they'd call in. Because <laughs> as much as I like talking with you, Scout, this is not the Salmon Scout Show. This oh, is yeah. Rifleman Radio. And we need to get some more of them people getting in there, asking their questions, letting us put them in contact with their state coordinators, helping them out, helping them bring out that American sleeping in there. And uh, I want to encourage all them guests to get on there and call in periodically. Or they can go ahead and register with BTR and, and ask their questions on the chat. Uh, it's nice when we get on there and, and, and BS with each other, but uh, all them people are on there to ask or to answer questions that people have. So I encourage them to get on that chat, ask questions, call in on the show and ask questions. Let us know what's going on there. Give us their ideas for how we can make this grow, because I know there are a lot of people out there that got ideas. They're not telling us. And we can't try it if they don't tell us. Well, I got a full switchboard now. Oh, here we go. It finally, uh, it finally queued up. So, all right, uh, we've got uh, area code eight one three three eight five. You're on the air. Hey, Scout and Sam, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Doing fantastic. This is it's an SKS from Tampa, Florida. Well, All right. Calling in to report on uh, our virtual muster night was a resounding success. We had many people, I don't have an exact number, but we had many people sign in on the forum and on the chat. I uh, got in touch with a lot of folks local here in Florida, getting some new ranges squared away. We've got a range coming online up in Gainesville. Their debut event is going to be our April 17th and 18th shoot. Uh, we've got another range in Lakeland, Florida, that's supposed to be coming online within the next two weeks. I'll be going to speak with their board of directors. We're moving right along here in Florida, and I've got to say that the virtual muster night definitely gave everything a kick in the pants here. Wow. That sounds great. Now, what uh, what worked the best for you? Uh, just... You know, getting everybody online at the same time. It was a roundtable meeting, the type of meeting that we'd love to set up on a regular basis, but because our instructors are so far flung, it's practically impossible. You know, getting all the volunteers in the same place at the same time, that's what really helped. Right. And what would you like to see on the next virtual muster night? I would say a live chat session on the forum itself. I'm not sure how hard that would be to implement, but I know it worked out real well for the Blog Talk radio chat room, and I think it worked out really well for the forum as well. Well, I'm, we're going to get uh, the IT guys, TC and Bill 3 and the rest of the guys, we're going to ask them about how uh, easy or how difficult it would be to do that, because I think that we can add that on, uh, a live chat program for the forum, uh, that we could use at the same time that uh, that we have the next event. Yeah, I know it had been considered before and sort of dismissed with the idea being that most people would tend to use that as a BS session rather than actually getting to work. Uh, obviously, with a virtual muster night, we found that when you get a bunch of apple cedars together, they don't BS, they get down and buckle to work. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, what do you have? What do you have upcoming uh, in uh, in your well, area? Well, th- this upcoming weekend. This weekend, we have an event at the Bradford Sportsman's Farm. Uh, this range features shooting to 600 meters. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, we have sold this event out. Uh, after that, a few weeks later, we've got an event coming up at the Manatee Gun and Archery Club, which is located near Mayaca City, Florida. Uh, give me just a moment, and I'll pull up the exact date on that. Now, uh, I'm sure that you've already seen, uh, I guess, uh, Masad Ayub has done uh, three <laughs> articles now in the uh, Back Home, Backwoods Home, I guess, magazine. Yes. Uh, about the event he attended in Hernando. I, I have to say yeah. that Masad Ayub was a pleasure to work with and a pleasure to share the line with. I was at that event not as an instructor but as an observer slash shooter. And when I found out that Moss was on the line, I, of course, introduced myself as a state coordinator and wanted to find out what he was thinking about the event. He absolutely loved it. You know, and that's high praise indeed coming from a man with such credentials as his. Yeah, he did a great, uh, well, several great reviews of it. And uh, nothing bad to say. And uh, and that does that does give a lot of legitimacy to the program because... Uh, you know, he does have a, a great deal of knowledge and experience with firearms and firearms usage, and uh, he saw the benefits that the program had, and he was very he was very pleased with it, and had a lot of kind words to say about it, and uh, and that goes a long way, and uh, and the reason that he does is because he met up with a lot of good folks uh, when he was at the Hernando County shoot, and uh, you did, you guys did a great job there, and. Uh, from what he's written, uh, you all impressed him very much, and uh, congratulations to you on that. Well, I appreciate it, but I have to say it's definitely a team effort. Without the team that we've got here in Florida, that shoot would have not been anything like it was that weekend. Our instructors here have been working full tilt on making sure they're up to speed and as high speed, low drag as possible. Right, right, and... uh, have you heard anything back from him besides the the articles that he wrote? Has uh, have you had anything? Uh, we've been in him? contact pretty regularly since the event. Uh, he's working on an actual article for the magazine proper, rather than just his blog. Uh, not sure when that's going to go into publication. He says it's most likely going to be third quarter of the year. Well, listen, I wrote uh, in the comment space. Uh, on the last article he did, Guns of uh, Appleseed. Mm-hmm. That sounds that sounds really uh, very impressive. Uh, and uh, he was talking, or he had a question in the comment section from someone who was saying that they had uh, a pretty severe case of arthritis. And right. they were afraid that they weren't going to be able to 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 execute the uh, the positions, etc., in the program, and they were asking him about that. And he said, well, I don't know, but he said, why don't you contact the folks at Appleseed? Anyway, I put into the comments that that we actually have a new program uh, that we've developed here at Appleseed. I say we. I'm I'm just taking some of the the credit for it when I didn't uh, have much to do with it at all. And that's the Adaptive Appleseed Program. 
you know, where we work uh, hand-in-hand with folks who have special needs to ensure that they, uh, they get the full benefits of the Appleseed uh, program. And uh, I let him know about that. And then I, I remember then that I wanted to ask him if he would be uh, willing to come on to the show and do a spot on the radio show. So I haven't checked to see if he'd answered that yet, but if you speak to him again, if you might mention that and see if see what his uh, his feelings are about I that. Will I will absolutely pass that invitation along. I'm sure that it'd be one that he'd be interested in taking up. Okay. Uh, now, regarding the adaptive apple seed, all of our events in Florida are physically challenged accessible. We make our events as accessible to everyone as possible. Now, if that means that you don't leave the target line, we retrieve your targets for you, we'll do it. You know, we want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to have a great time at an apple seed. So we right. do what we have to to make sure that happens. That's right. And I, I've always told folks, and, uh, and I've told the instructors that I've worked with, is that, you know, the apple seed, it's not, this isn't a competition. This isn't, uh, we don't exclude anyone. And I've had plenty of folks uh, so far in the program that, that have had special needs. I've had shooters without arms. I've had uh, uh, several vets who were just shot the rag dolls, and, uh, and they couldn't do, uh, they couldn't hardly do any of the positions. And uh, I'm telling you, I'll do whatever it takes to get a person on the Appleseed firing line. I'll build them uh, a shooting chair if need be, because that's the whole purpose of the program, is to get folks back involved and... Uh, get involved with shooting, and get involved with spreading the Appleseed message. It's not a race. It's not a competition. Uh, the the rifleman patch is an absolutely wondrous thing indeed, uh, but that is not the be-all and end-all. It's making sure that we get every single person we can on the line shooting. Uh, you know, I want to add to that, and there seems to be a lot of focus on making people get to the line and shooting. And there are a lot of people here in Florida that, you know, would love to volunteer their time, but they seem to think that because they can't shoot for whatever reason, that they're not welcome in an apple seed. And I would like to nip that in the bud right here, right now. I don't care if you can't shoot. I don't care if you're physically incapable of shooting. If you have a love of liberty that knows no bounds and you want to help out Project Appleseed in Florida by all means, contact me immediately. We will use your help. Yeah, and, and just like you say, I've had, I've had folks that have called me up and said, listen, uh, I'm a Viet vet, and uh, I'm shot to pieces. Yeah, I, can't really do, I can't really move much. I can't do much anymore. I'd like to come, but I don't think I can get in all the positions. And I, I tell them, I, I don't care what position you can get to. I don't care, you know, if we have to... Uh, if we have to put you a lawn chair up there and, and put a table in front of it, <clears throat> we're going to, we want you to shoot. Uh, I've, like I said, I've had kids, I had a kid a while back that only had one arm, and uh, I got sandbags up, and he stayed in the, uh, the prone position, and he shot uh, through all the courses in the prone position with a sandbag. And uh, we had an instructor detail to, uh, to help him uh, load and uh, manipulate the, uh, the rifle. And I'm telling you, he had an excellent time. You could just see it on his face. Uh, I had little kids, uh, young kids, they couldn't hold the rifle because it was a bit too heavy for them. 
Now, we made sure that it was a very, very safe uh, position for them. We had an uh, instructor detailed to stay there with them the whole time, and uh, we put the rifle on sandbags, and they shot. And uh, I'm telling you, there, nobody's going to show up at, uh, at an event that I'm doing that is not going to get on a line and shoot. There, nobody's going to be denied. We're going to figure out a way to make it happen for anybody and everybody that comes to an event. That's a fact. Yeah. If it's something at all I'd like possible, to, we're getting you on the line. <laughs> That's something right, I'd now. like to bring up on this little deal. You know, I, I thank God that we've got Desert Rat out there working, uh, pushing this issue, and uh, getting Appleseed in line and with the right mindset. Just remember that we don't need a whole lot of special techniques. What we need is a whole lot of understanding and willingness to work with people. We can get them out there on the line, and we can find a way. We don't have to have a, a, a set chiseled in stone way to handle this, that, or whatever. If we spend time with people and take the trouble to uh, learn what they need, we can make this work for them. Absolutely. You know, There's nothing had... a rifleman can't improvise, adapt, and overcome. <laughs> That's right. That's the whole the whole creed of our program. Uh, Adapt, overcome, persist, make it happen. Uh, speaking of that, I'm going to bring another folk, another guy on here to the show with us. That is, uh, I believe his name is Calfret, uh, and uh, he was posting today about uh, putting together a shooting group at uh, USM, and uh, I told him to call him the show and. Uh, and talk to us about it, and that we would uh, we would try and give him uh, whatever help we could. So, Cal Fret, you're on the air. Welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Am I saying your name right? Uh, yeah, it's just my little uh, Internet handle. You can call me Gabe. My name's Gabriel. All right, Gabriel. Welcome to the show. Now, let us know what you're doing. All right. Thank you. Um, well, uh, as, as is obvious from uh, attending Appleseeds and whatnot, uh, I'm a shooting enthusiast. And uh, me and my friends have often joked about uh, forming uh, some form of club, a student organization here on campus. Um, and so we finally decided to get off our keisters. And I have to thank uh, my new coordinator, uh, Don Fields, I believe his name is. He, uh, he emailed me a couple of weeks ago and said, what can you do for Appleseed? And I told him, I said, well, I haven't been doing a whole lot, but uh, I'd like to change that. So uh, I started around looking for ranges that he wanted me to find. And I... Uh, uh, started talking to my friends and trying to convince them to go back to shoots, and uh, and it kind of inspired me to uh, <clears throat> to pick back up our old uh, our old thought of trying to build a club here on campus centered around uh, guns. Um, so we've been starting to put some stuff down on paper. We're getting a pile of people behind us that are interested in it. Uh, uh, we live in South Mississippi, Hattiesburg, to be exact, and uh, we have a. Uh, what I call a gun culture down here, where it's just normal for everybody to have a couple of rifles, a truck, and a dog. And uh, so uh, we start putting things on paper, and I'm, I ask myself, what do I want to do? Well, first and foremost, what does Appleseed teach? Right? It teaches uh, firearm safety, right? You know, the first four rules and, uh, and proper handling techniques. It, it preaches marksmanship and education, right? <clears throat> A lot of people I talk to down here, especially on campus, we have a, 
we have a, a lot of conservatives here on campus because we're in Mississippi, but once again, we're a university, so we have a lot of uh, people with liberal views. I don't think that we need to have a line and be on one side or the other. Some people disagree, but what people tell me is that they're afraid of guns. Well, I don't like guns. They're used by terrorists. I don't like guns. They kill people. Well, <clears throat> I personally, when I was very young, had somebody killed in my family by a firearm. I don't hate firearms because it's not the firearm that, that killed the person. It was the person who committed the murder. My, my object there is to dissuade these fears and show people that <clears throat> guns are simply tools that will you tell them to do, just like an automobile is. More people die with automobiles than do guns any, uh, uh, in the domestic United States anyway. So um, I've been going around uh, making good headway. I've been receiving uh, a lot of enthusiastic response when I tell people I'd like to generate interest and safety and uh, through education, uh, perhaps uh, put together a, a competing uh, marksmanship team, uh, which is not necessarily my main goal, but some people have expressed an interest in it. Um, and also that another main thing is to generate awareness and perhaps build up a defense of you know, people that are willing to defend the Second Amendment rights. And uh, so far, like I said, it's very enthusiastic. And uh, talk to the, Have you found out if this is, uh, if this is an allowable uh, thing from the university? Yes, yes. I went to them first. Before I started you know, kicking my heels in the mud, I went first to the Student Activities uh, uh, Office and I spoke to them and explained to them the entire thing I wanted to do. And they actually didn't seem appalled by the idea. Um, they told me all the rules. They gave me a packet of information. Uh, we won't, we would, <clears throat> in accordance with uh, campus uh, rules, we obviously would not be allowed to bring firearms on campus, but that's fine. That's not my goal. I want to come here and you know, have a shootout on a practice field or anything, you know, set up some sandbags in the berm. That, that, that's not my idea. We can find a range somewhere else. But what we can do here is <clears throat> uh, bring in guest speakers, right, people with experience, maybe some apple seeders, some shoot bosses perhaps. That would be great. You know, uh, how about the April 19th story, you know, the three strikings of the match? That would be a great le uh, guest lecture appearance to have on campus, and I guarantee you it would enthuse a lot of people, whether or not they're gun fanatics, have history folks behind it that want to hear the story. And, uh, and this is the kind of stuff that I want to have here on campus, and as far as the authorities are, that, that I spoke with are concerned, I mean, these things are fine as long as things are done in accordance with the rules. They, you know, between 8 a.m. and uh, like 9 p.m. on weekdays and until midnight on uh, weekends. And <clears throat> then they have rules on whether or not you're indoors or outdoors with amplified sound and whatnot. Um, well, but I'm not worried about thing, The best thing you can do, this is, uh, is going to be my advice, and then, uh, of course, Sam and uh, the rest of you guys would like you to chime in on this too, but my best advice to you <clears throat> is to do what you're doing, is uh, get a get your club. But uh, the best thing that's gonna, that, that you can do is get the folks to come to an apple seed. Get a range, I agree. Get a range uh, uh, that's close by to the university that's willing to uh, host the event. Bring in the apple seed folks and uh, get your members to attend an apple seed. That way they get uh, a hard uh, two good days of... Uh, Firearm safety, and uh, and then they get a good uh, a good two days of instruction in the correct uh, uh, firearm use, rifle use, 
and uh, and then you can fluff out the program from there as you go along. But uh, I put the, in my advice to you in the thread that I posted. Make sure you got another guy with you, and then the two of you, you find a third guy to help with you guys, so that you have a good three-man team that you guys can uh, start working together as a three-man team. One person, and you'll find this in the Rifleman's Pledge. Uh, this is the the pledge that uh, that you can find in the on the forum and in Fred's packet. One of the uh, one of the issues of the pledge is I pledge to start a club, a shooting club, if necessary. And then one of the other lines next to it says, I know, as nice as it would be, I cannot do this by myself. And you can't. So you've got to get another person to help you, and then the two of you decide on a third person to fill out your team. Get your well, we've got, and, running, uh, and then get, uh, get everybody to come to an apple seed, and, uh, and then just start harvesting the members there. Well, we've got at least three local apple seeders uh, involved in the creation of this club. I have my uh, potential vice president, uh, uh, Philip, here, by Matt T. on the Appleseed forums. Uh, he's sitting here with me, so he's he's my second. He and I pretty much go around and uh, shake hands and talk to people here on campus, uh, you know, trying to express people what our views are. And, uh, <clears throat> and my buddy Stephen Foster, uh, Smoo, uh, he's over at the Polymer Science Department uh, chasing his doctorate, and uh, an apple seed. He's actually the fellow that got us into the apple seed. Uh, and well, he yeah, just told that Smoo made life from it not too long ago. So, uh, so he's helping us as well. So we got we do have a, a couple of folks. Our uh, uh, I don't know if Don D is on the air or whatever, but uh, our first apple seed we impressed them because we showed up with uh, I think it was ten people from Hattiesburg, and. Uh, and of course, I was all happy, and I think I emailed Fred and was bragging. And Fred just told me that, well, that's great that I had ten people, but how many more people live in Hattiesburg? Well, you got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred the helpful. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's always going to be the answer you get from him. Listen, we've only got uh, about another thirty seconds, so uh, you guys, Scout, I've got to let you know, man. I've okay. got to let you know. I thought. I've looked at Masad Ayub's blog, and he responded for, to your reply. He has accepted your offer. You need to get in touch with him to make the arrangement. Okay, I sure will. I appreciate that. Listen, guys, you've heard uh, Calfrit, what he's saying. Uh, he could use a, a little bit of a hand uh, getting this set up. I, I know that he's going to do it on his own, but he could use uh, uh, you know, some input uh, from a lot of the more experienced folks, Sam D., uh, uh, Stymie, all the rest of you guys that all uh, that uh, have been with the program for a while, if you can uh, kind of monitor and uh, give him some help. Thanks again, everyone, for uh, for your participation this evening. Another great show. Remember, next week we'll have uh, uh, Poker Face will be on, and uh, I'll contact uh, Masad Ayub and uh, and get him to uh, to come and host a show uh, with us. Uh, and uh, and thanks again to everyone for their participation this evening. And remember, we'll be here next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central. All right? Thanks again to everybody. Good night, everybody, and we'll see you again this next Tuesday. All right, thank you. Have a great week, Scout. All right. And if I didn't get to you on the call-in line, uh, thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll see you this next uh, Tuesday night. Sure. You still on, Scout?